Silence! It's time! It's time! It's time for another episode of the Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Can you dig it, sucker? Grab a sense pack, sit back, and prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Podcast. Grab a sense pack, sit back, and prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Podcast. Grab a sense pack, sit back, and prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Podcast. Grab a six pack, sit back and prepare to laugh. It's Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 361 of Drunk Dash Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, as always, I'm Tyler. Join me, the man, the myth, the legend himself, Sir Colonel Cables. What's up, buddy? Tell you what, man. Gaming has been my forefront over the past week because I've had a bunch of extra stuff that I've been trying to, you know, it's been kind of like burning a hole in my pocket. So basically what I've spent my time during the last uh, week doing is I've been checking out a lot of gaming stuff. I've been checking out like a lot of like uh, options that I've had. Decided to re-up on Netflix. So I'm currently trying to get a couple different shows watched. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, in between doing my walks, playing some games and stuff, I really feel like I want to watch something other than YouTube for a change. <laughs> but, um, no, man, other than that, I've been, I've been just like, God, I've been playing a whole bunch of different games, to be perfectly honest with you. I have been playing a little bit of Animal Crossing, but I haven't really made it my forefront like I had been doing. But, uh, what I have done is we, let's see, we just basically went through this big old sale. It's like spring sale oh, on yeah. the PSN. So before it ended this morning, I decided last night to check to see what was going on. And basically I had enough to, I actually, I actually got a whole bunch of different games. I ended up getting a whole bunch of different games. Now, I've told you over the past couple of weeks that there had been a couple things that have been a kind of... Uh, piquing my interest. One being old nostalgic games like Neo Geo games. The other one being fighting games. So basically I kind of, uh, I kind of satisfied both because I ended up picking up the Metal Slug Anthology, the uh, King of Fighters, and pretty much the King of Fighters collection, the whole Orochi saga, which basically covers King of Fighters 94 through 98. So I got those two collections. And the Metal, of, Metal Slug one was like 10 bucks. The other one was like about seven ninety nine or something like that, so they were still cheap in comparison to what they usually are charged for. But honestly, other than that, though, the main the main thing I got was it was basically a game that I had played last generation, right? The, mm-hmm. Well, the last iteration of this game, last generation, and I subconsciously unlocked every single achievement without even realizing it, and I enjoyed every minute of it. So I ended up splurging on Tekken 7. Oh, wow, okay. Let me tell you something. The Ultimate Edition of Tekken 7 was being sold for roughly around $30, right? Mm-hmm. And I think it was either... I think it was like $30, yeah. And so basically what it included is the base game in and of itself, the Season 1 and the Season 2 Pass. Now, I spent 25 getting that, and on top of that, I got Season 3, which was also like another 25 right? So I spent $50, and I got the complete game. Ah, that's cool. That only lasted until like around 
8 a.m. today hmm. on recording, which was like the 29th. Yep. But, uh, yeah, I played a little bit of that last night. But uh, the other games, the last couple games I ended up getting was the discounted Final Fantasy VIII remake and also Final Fantasy X and X-2. I wanted to have at least all of those PlayStation Final Fantasy games from 7 all the way up to 10. Just just that, you know, just having those so I can go back to. Because I already had 7 and 9. <laughs> yeah, okay. But, uh, yeah, I pretty much... I pretty much went all circle. I used a bunch of the money I got for my birthday, and I just basically got some essential stuff that I wanted. And on top of that, I ended up splurging yet again, and now I have a full year of Xbox Live. <laughs> very nice, very nice. I know. I, I didn't invest inside of a Game Pass stuff because I really didn't have, like, uh, I really didn't have any more interest in playing Game Pass right now. But other than that, though, that's pretty much what's been happening in my neighborhood so what's been going on with you uh not a lot with me uh about the same old same old you know working taking dogs for walks uh trying not to go insane in the membrane here at the house with the quarantine and everything um yeah I'm trying, I'm trying to think of what the hell the hell i've been doing not a lot mm. it's just time's flying man um Ironically enough, yes, we're almost to the month of May, and it just yeah. feels like the weeks have been flying by, like one after another. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I've been tempted by some of those sales, but I'm just like, I gotta, I got enough shit to play right now. Like, I'm still yeah. playing Final Fantasy VII. I got Resident Evil yeah, Three that I'm like an hour into. I just picked up Borderlands Three, and then, uh, um, Courtney, my birthday's next week, so she bought me a. Uh, she asked me what I want for birthday. I'm like Astral Train for the Switch. So she got me that. So yeah, there you go, man. That's gonna be yeah. fun for you to go so, through. Yeah, so I'm I'm good for a while. That that shit will probably keep me busy until uh, right, mid, right, mid mid June. Mid June sounds about good. Um, some cool shit happened about then. We'll get to that yeah, later. Man. That was basically kind of the same thing that I had. You know, where it's like I just wanted to not. I just basically wanted just to get rid of any type of, like, extra, like, funds that I had in terms of, like, birthday money or anything else like that, because it was starting to make me kind of, like, anxious having that much, and like, oh, wait, what am I going to spend it on? And all of a sudden, I have, like, these five to ten different options. I'm like, uh-uh, I'm going to aim this, 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 and then finally, it's like, I have a big old sigh of relief, man. It's like, I do not have to splurge on anything else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I've been, like, tempted by, like, that Predator's Hunting Ground, even though I already canceled my pre-order. I'm like, no, man, uh, I... Yeah. I basically the same way. I checked out a bunch of reviews on it. I checked out the gameplay and stuff. It basically, to me, kind of feels like a kind of like a shinier version of like Dead by Daylight. But on top yeah. of that, though, this at its current iteration right now, it's not worth the investment. I feel yeah, it's sixty dollars for that. No. Well, they have a forty dollars version that you can get. Um, right. But uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm like I know like knowing me, I'll play it like. A couple, I'll sit down and play it a few times, and I'll play it a few more times just because I feel like I'm obligated to play it because I paid for it, and then I never play it again. So, um, at least right now, I don't know. Maybe if if it's on sale like here soon, for like you know, twenty bucks, I'll probably pick it up. But uh, right, yeah, I, I yeah, that's like the one thing I'm fighting off. So, um, I don't know. Yeah, not really a whole lot going on. Um, reopening the state here soon, I guess. Our, our governor's doing, which is fucking stupid. Um, I thought Iowa never even closed down. <laughs> well, we have like a we don't have a full lockdown like you guys do, but we have like you know like bars have been shut down since for like six weeks now. Restaurants have been closed. And what you can do is like uh, like 
carry out and drive throughs and stuff like that uh, and delivery. Uh, so it, it, we just don't have like, we're not strict about it as like Washington state is and California and New York and things like that are, but we're like one of the five states that didn't do a shutdown essentially. Yeah. And also uh, like one of the highest states that still have confirmed cases. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're the fastest growing uh, rate of uh, positive cases, but uh, you know, daddy Trump didn't say shut down. So our governor didn't do it. Um, sorry. Didn't mean to get political, but uh, just it's, it's, it's infuriating. Yeah. So we're like, um, our farmer's market's going to start happening here in a couple weeks, which is nuts. They're going to have thousands of people in oh, like, no. a three, like a three block radius all hanging out together, buying food. That's not, you know, man, if, if <laughs> I were you, I, man, Tyler, if I was you, I would just avoid anything if mm. I could. <laughs> oh, don't worry. I, I am. I am. Like, I'm not, you know, I'm not worried about that, that stuff, but like, yeah, so that's that's where we're at. It's every day more and more frustration on that end. But um, you know, overall though, we're doing okay. We're doing good. We're being smart. Um, got a, we got a, a. I finally got a mask that like fits me. So like, when I go out, I can wear that. I got one from work. So uh, my grandma made all of us one actually. Uh, oh, that's nice of her. Yeah, my my parents and my sister, me and, and Courtney and stuff. But it was like it. I I kept falling off my face and. I, I couldn't man, wear it. man like, your grandma made you a bunch of masks and stuff. What have I been doing, man? It's like I basically had a, had a whole bunch of these bandanas that I've had for quite a while, and I've been using them, you know, tying them to my face and everything like that. And uh, my little brother, he can't, he can't like quite piece it together because, well, for one, he's autistic, and he kind of like he kind of assumes like uh, he places it in like say cowboy as type of stuff. And so it's like, oh, yeah, there's Galway Game over here. Like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, man, I had, like, a whole slew of these freaking, like, bandanas I've been wearing. And it's actually been helping out pretty well because they are basically I can wash them, reuse them, do this and that. Yeah. And it's, yeah. That's what what that's what I have, like, an actual, like, washable one, which is nice. Uh, so I, I went to the store today and was able to wear that. Didn't have to, like, like, I mean, I was being cautious, but I wasn't, like, like super worried every time I got near somebody, so yeah. But that's I don't know. I mean, nothing really too crazy going off me other than you know just hanging out in the the corn times as as a uh, as we've been doing. But um, we've actually got a plethora of news gables to talk about. All right, uh, let's get started. Yeah, and I wanted to jump in this one. We've already kind of touched on it. Um, I saw about you know the, the games we ha- I have will keep me uh, going till probably mid June. Uh, there's a good reason for that. Uh, Last of Us 2 officially has a release date of June 19th, and Ghost mm-hmm. of Tsushima was never officially was delayed, but it has uh, been pushed back from June 26th to July 17th. So about a three-week delay, basically, for both of them. Uh, gives them a good month apart still. That's um, a smart move. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, kind of, I'm kind of surprised by that, you know, with the indefinite delay thing uh, with Last of Us 2. Uh, made like a lot of people were talking. This could be a PS5 launch game, and or people were talking like you know early fall, late summer game, and Ghost of Shima might be a, a PS5 launch game. So it's um, it's pretty crazy to think that, like this is a couple it was like three weeks ago, two weeks ago, it was earlier this month that like all this happened, and we're all talking about it might not come out this year. Like there might not be more any more like uh, like Final Fantasy and like Resident Evil and stuff like those might be the last big games to launch this year, and it's like. Now we're okay. We have something like we have something to look forward to as gamers for the rest. Of, you know, at least at least till we're good for the summer. Um, 
and we, you know we still don't, we don't still don't even know what's going on with like E3 and all that shit either. Well, we know E3 is gone, but like as far as like what people's plans are with uh, you know announcing the rest of the year. Um, but I don't. know. I mean, I'm kind of I'm surprised that you know they with the indefinite delay that it only got pushed back three weeks. So I'm wondering like when they delayed it, if they like if they knew it was only going to be a short delay, but they didn't, but they weren't certain. So they've already delayed it once. They didn't want this is their second delay. They didn't want to like say, yeah, it's getting pushed back three weeks and have to delay it again. They want to be certain. So, yeah, I'm not. I, I don't know. I'm not really sure. But uh, where, where are you at with this one, Gables? Okay, first off, I will say that it's a great move by Sony's part in order to space out both of those games. Yeah. I mean, a month apart. Yeah, that's that's a good idea right there because you have one month dedicated for Last of Us Part Two, and then you have the other one for Ghost of Tsushima. I kind of thought it was really weird that uh, they would up they would actually go through and uh, announce the release date for The Last of Us 2 so soon. It kind of makes me think of two different things, actually, as a cause of it. One, another piece of news that uh, happened yep. this week was the leaking of the entire plot of the game. Yeah, cutscenes are actually on, on the internet. You can watch. Yeah, the cutscenes are on online. You can still read the text or something like that, the entire like script of the game in certain places. As a precaution, I know for myself, I've actually blocked The Last of Us Part 2, The Last <laughs> of Us 2, like the term on Twitter and stuff. That's smart. Because I'm on the mind. I've heard a couple different reactions in terms of the plot itself, but uh, at the same time, I'm of the mind where I'm going to buy it, I'm going to play through it, and I'll basically have my own piece of it because I know for a fact how... I feel like it's going to be unavoidable. I'm going to encounter some form of spoilers anyway. But uh, I kind of feel like, tying this back in, that the leaking of the script is probably partially the reason why that Sony's like, oh, no, 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 we got to get this game out fucking soon here. Because not only because of that, but also maybe for the chance that they're probably still going to be sticking with releasing the PS5 later on this year. Because as it stands right there, you know, if they did like a delay for that system, you know, who's to say that Last of Us Part 2 and Ghost of Tsushima and stuff wouldn't uh, follow, you know, close behind. That's an assumption. That's, like, something that I'm kind of speculating on, so I'm not sure if that is the case. But at the same time, I kind of find it funny that as soon as that that plot was, like, leaked all over, basically because of a disgruntled worker, apparently, from Naughty Dog, that's what the grapevine... That's what's been circulating through the grapevine, apparently. Yeah. But uh, I just kind of find it interesting that as soon as that plot released, all of a sudden, like the very next day, Sony's like Sony and like freaking uh, Naughty Dog, are like, oh hey, yeah, this thing's leaked out and stuff. Like, hey, here's the release date of The Last of Us Part Two, and it's like, well, <laughs> yeah, that that in of itself, I thought was just really coincidental. But uh, it sucks that the the whole spoiler stuff is out there, but at the same time, I feel like with Sony going on record and having that game released in the month of June, that it's not going to be as big of a blow as a, as it possibly being delayed even further than that, and then all of a sudden it's like having all this leaks and stuff like that doing like whatever with people. <laughs> so what did you think, Tyler? Yeah, I don't, I don't think... Um... I mean, I think that they already had a date. I think June 19th was already picked out. It was probably picked out before they even announced the official, like, the indefinite delay. Like, that's our hopeful date, but it's probably, you know, we're not sure yet. Um, but I, I do think that the, the the announcement of the date 
is directly correlated to to the um, uh, to the leaks, and it's just point to see that. It, and like the rumor is, you know, that like you know, like you were saying, like it has to do with like an ex uh, Naughty Dog employee that was pissed off, which is shitty. You know, if you, if that's the case, like if you're mad at like a manager or just the company in general, like that's fucked up because you fucked over thousands of people's like tens of thousands of hours of man hours went to this, and one person ruined that for. A lot of people and like took that away from them, like that joy and like excitement of you know for when that game comes out for people to be excited for it. Right, and right. The people, and the people that share it online, like that, like get off on like spoiling that for people. Like that's like fuck you too. You know, it's like you're just as bad as that. Well, not just as bad, but you're pretty close to being just as bad as that guy. Right, exactly it. the point. At the same time, though, it's like we don't know all of the scuttlebutt that's coming out from the initial things, why that thing was leaked or what potentially is going on with the studio itself. But at the same time, it's part of the reason why personally, when that game does come out, I don't want to hear any type of like, say buzz either for like very positively how the game is or very negatively how the game is. It's like, it's that experience where I've been waiting for this game to come out for literally since the last one. And I did was not expecting it. To come out anytime soon, and mm. now that we're so close for this game being released, and all of a sudden have massive spoilers going through about it, you know, it's like I want to go into this game pretty much knowing next to nothing. I've seen gameplay of it, I've seen some bits of story elements, but I want this to be a game I go in fresh. <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah, I mean, if this, you know, like I said, it's been seven years uh, since this. Oh, well, yeah. Um, when this game comes out, it'll be seven years since the first one. So that would be awful. Like, that's all for the fans that have been spoiled. That's all for people working on this game. But for the rest of us, you know, that have been looking for that, looking forward to this game, like, it'd be devastating. Like, I would be, like, I mean, when we did our Game of the Generation podcast, just, what, like, three months ago, four months ago, like, this was my second favorite game. Or not Generation, but Decade podcast. This is yeah. my second favorite game of the whole decade. So, um, this would be devastating for that for this game to get leaked out um, and ruined for for me and you know I'm, i know for you and for like i said anybody, anybody else that hasn't i'm definitely you know it's like it, when like like star wars came out like i knew okay be careful on the internet for a few days and it'll blow over and i'll be fine and like i got i got some spoilers like little tiny things but not big stuff and it's like um but i was i was okay like it blew over but this like that's something like that's on you know like that's on us to like like we know like something we're looking forward to is coming out it's gonna be everybody's gonna be talking about it or like you know, if I'm watching football on delay, it's like I know to stay off social media, stay off my phone until like I get caught up or if I'm done with the game or whatever. Because if that's on me, because like everybody else knows about it, but this is something that's not even out yet. Like we have seven weeks before this game comes out, and some assholes are already out there like releasing it, and spoiling it. It's like it's like now it's like like it's not fair for anybody like for us to like be potentially spoiled by this. So right, yeah, I, I'm I'm definitely like cautious about it. Like I haven't blocked. Uh, like last of us two on twitter i need to do that though um but like i'm definitely like scared when i go on reddit i don't go in there very often but when i do it's like i'm definitely like scared to like just like even like people like talk about just screenshots people just post screenshots with some text on it and like that spoils like that there's major spoilers just from that that's what like when i first heard about it, I'm like okay so just avoid the cutscenes, blah, blah blah i'll be fine and then to come to find out it's like i don't know like people are just basically tweeting memes with with text on it like they're spoiling the game like that's fucked up um yeah that is considerably messed up it, what, you know one thing this is like a personal thing but like that's kind of frustrating so they put Last of Us 2 back on the PSN store and I, I talked about like I had pre-ordered it digitally 
like months ago, like back in January. And I never got my refund for it when they, when it got uh, pulled off the store a few weeks ago when it was yeah. originally delayed. Well, they put it back on the store in the last couple of days. Uh, I never got my refund. It says I still have to rebuy it. So I need to talk to places. What? Yeah, so I've, I've just been waiting. I'm like, oh, I'll just wait to like see like when they put it back on the store. And if, if and and because I assume like I still just because I, I didn't want to spend the money. I'm just as soon as I got the money, money back, I just wanted to put it right back towards Last of Us, and I didn't want to be tempted to spend it on something else. So yeah, so now I, I need to talk. To, like, I just looked this morning. I was just like, oh, I'm curious. Like it was back on this PSN store, and I looked. I'm like, well, it's there, and it says I need to pay for it again. So that's not right. So. Yeah, so that's something I get to do tomorrow is uh, go and spend 45 minutes of my day um, talking to somebody on chat, on the chat box on PlayStation Support, and hopefully get my money back. Um, I just well, want to be able to... Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I don't really want money back. If we just fucking put put the purchase thing back on it, um, I'd be happy with that. But, um, yeah, well, um, moving on to something else here another game uh so a game that was uh revealed this week and we talked about last week and a couple weeks ago we talked about how like wwe 2k21 was canceled and then last week we talked about how they're going to announce the next game uh this week so it was officially announced uh, it's called wwe 2k battlegrounds it is like a um like arcadey style looking um wrestling game i don't know gables what you you where are you at on this you tell me all right so for WWE Battlegrounds, this game definitely is taking a big old influence upon the arcade games from yore. And the biggest comparison I can make personally with it is like from like WWE All Stars. Definitely, if you want to go more obscure than that, it like say WWF the arcade games and stuff like that for uh, PlayStation, Genesis, maybe Sega CD, or even like WWF in your house, like for playstation and stuff where it's basically the type of over-the-top action and stuff that you would akin to like an arcade style experience now the thing about it the thing about wb battlegrounds to me is the concept i think is cool the concept of like going back to the whole arcade style and this and that and stuff now granted there are some like interesting like tidbits i did see in this like 30 second trailer which quintessentially that's all they showed like a 30 second trailer and saying oh okay this game's gonna be coming out fall of 2020 yeah the game in of itself looks kind of bland mm-hmm. it does look very generic in terms of the character models and also in terms of the the look of it it does not look fairly colorful like say what wwe all-stars did it kind of feels reminiscent of well, obviously it's by the same team that did like NBA Playgrounds and stuff like that, but uh, in terms of overall work, this game kind of looks like it's barely been out of the oven. Like, it's only been maybe worked on for the past couple months, so it feels like it's kind of a rush to try to... It kind of felt like it's this build of the game that they did show was like pretty much rushed into production in order to satisfy WWE's like whole... Like, uh, quota stuff where we got to have like a game out per year, you know, and, you know like inside yeah. the contract stuff. Oh, yeah, and that's I, I've heard people mention that too. Is like they're they might be like contractually obligated to like they have to release one WWE game every year, so yeah, just pushing this out. They did say on record that they are putting like they're pretty much doing like a year hiatus for the 2K franchise, which yeah. holy shit, that's been much needed, and I don't care if they rebuild that game from the ground up. It's, been needed since they released the first one like what like 2015 2016 so it's been much needed since like say i would think god since like about 2012 or 2011 
Yeah. You know, I mean, they made incremental improvements upon the gameplay, but at the same time, the game that I felt like 2K no, and Ukes uh, actually perfected that formula was with 2K14, and I mm. really enjoyed that game for what it was and the game modes. I mean, it was fun to play. There yeah. were some caveats that I didn't like about it, but at the same time, it was fun enough to, for me that I went forth and actually pursued the Platinum Trophy for it, which I'm still happy about. I enjoyed that game for what it was. Yeah, but like you said, though, though like there was like progressional like improvements, and it feels like right. the last like four years has been getting worse and worse every year. Yeah, yeah, but that's mostly due in large part to Ukes and stuff like that, kind of like their interest being declined, like just declining in general because of... Uh, how WWE didn't, you know, basically would not pretty much allow them to try to work on various things that they needed to fix. And, of course, we got the debacle with 2K20 last year, which, sheesh, holy shit, whenever... <laughs> that's a good, clean example of what happens when you give uh, the keys to someone's, like, uh, like engine or something like that, if you're a game developer, and basically you just give them the keys and stuff to them and say, okay, have at it, and all of a sudden you're not told anything in regards to working on the whole system or anything else like that. Well, I remember, what was it, 2K, was 15, 2K15, that was the first one for 2K, right? That, no. Or was it 2K14? No, 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 2K13. Uh, no, yeah, 2K14, actually, that was the first time they took over. THQ okay. was two, was uh, WB13. Okay, but I remember, Gosh. like, I remember, like, um, WD, like, they, they, like, they didn't make nearly as much money, um, on that one, the first one, because they like when they signed the deal with 2K, like they would like they would, we need a game out this year, so they had yeah. to, like build. They basically had to take little bits and pieces of what was left from THQ and like build a game in like eight months. And I remember because a lot of wrestlers were were pissed because the cut they got from the game was like way lower than they used to get, and it was because uh, they like when WWE's like THQ went a business, so they hurry up and find somebody else to make a game yeah. for them. And really, you think about it, really since then, that happening is probably you know what seven years ago six years ago whatever it was we're like they're still feeling the effects of it now like i think that like i was i wonder if they just never fully recovered from signing that contract well you know what that could possibly be the, the case in that regards not 100 percent sure but to tie it back to battlegrounds it's like battlegrounds it's basically a game that's being a rush job that's pretty much what i got the impression of looking at this trailer for god like a good solid like couple minutes of uh of it and like seeing the character models, the whole aspects, the action and stuff. I mean, I'm all for if it's like a WWE like superstars, like on the mount superstars, but WWE All Stars type of game where it's just arcade stuff and love and care put into it. But at the same time, it does not look good at this point in time. Yeah, um, I, I agree. I, 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 what the hell's going on with Charlotte in that game? Charlotte Flair. She looks <laughs> terrible. Like, to be perfectly honest, they all with look you, terrible. Man. But she they all look awful. they all look terrible, man. It's like both Becky Lynch and Charlotte just do not look yeah, good at all like, in that game. They just look, but I mean, like The Rock, John Cena, all of them, they all look bad. But like Charlotte is like on the next. They all look like little people. Honestly, is what it looks like to me. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not trying to be mean, but that's what they look like. Oh well, no, no, no! I've heard the same criticism too. You know. Yeah, it's. Just, I said I'm watching. I'm like, this looks like midget wrestling. Oh boy! <laughs> it's just like this. I don't know. Um this also looks like something that they would put on like on iPhones. It's like a free to play iPhone game. That's what I got. I mean, there's, we haven't really seen like any real like gameplay. We just saw like the little teaser with some, I assume, gameplay in it. But I agree. I think it's probably some like this is a game they're working on in the background, like oh, a small boy. a small crew. And it's like, ah, we'll put this out eventually, maybe 
next spring when it's like that middle of the in between the new one the new the 2k games <laughs> yeah now it's gonna be coming out probably like october or something like that um i don't know i if, if it comes out and it's like middling reviews like a seven eight kind of game which I, I think at best it will be um and it's a decent price like i mean it's got it can't be if it's more than thirty dollars go fuck yourself but I'll even suggest saying I wouldn't pay more than twenty dollars for that game. Yeah, if it, twenty. <laughs> I, I mean, it'd be twenty for me to like, unless it comes out with exceptional reviews. Like, if this came out and it's twenty bucks and it's middling, I'm like, okay, maybe because you know, like, we we, we want a great wrestling game to play, and it's like I enjoyed Fire Pro Wrestling for what it was, but it's like it's not fun because it's just like made up generic characters. It's like I want, you know, like yeah, they had some of the in, you know, um, the yeah, new they did have a story guys mode with it too. Yeah. Yeah, there's a story mode in there, some New Japan guys in there, but it's like I wanted like, you know, I I don't know New Japan like I know WWE. It's like give yeah. me those guys. Like you guys have the you guys have all of the you have the licenses I want. It's like I want like a cool NFL street game. I want a street style football game, but I don't want like a generic one. Like there's there's some out there. It's like I want you know the NFL with the players I recognize and the know and the teams I know. Like, right. So. And, uh, but what can be said especially during this generation of gaming, is, like, the wrestling fans, they've been starving for great wrestling games. Mm -hmm. And we have hardly gotten any type of great wrestling games this generation. I would think that WWE, like, uh, 2K14 was a good game in that regards. Fire Pro Wrestling was a good game in that regards. But in terms of an echelon, it did not leave the lasting amount of impact that uh, it would have, say... Maybe like the past couple generations ago when you had games like WCW and Revenge, like WrestleMania 2000, I'm talking about No Mercy, and even like games on the PS2, GameCube era, you know, like say the Def Jam Vendettas, like the freaking, yeah. like Here Comes the Pain, Raw vs. SmackDown, like uh, 2006. I mean, those games were fun to play, but they were also games you could go back to and just subsequently want to play over and over without it feeling monotonous or feeling like really repetitive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, I remember when the first WWF, WWF SmackDown came out on PlayStation. Like, that was like, what, 99, I want to say? Like, I actually, I'm, I remember I got, I got so far in a career mode. I was in like, I was like in 2018. Like, I had to play it so much with my, wow. with, with The Rock. I, I literally went through 20 years of franchise or whatever career mode in that thing, like that's all. Like, just if you can just find a way to make bring that back, I mean, because that was really just like the the gradual improvements of like the sixty four games and you know the the even some of the early PS two games like that. Like, if you actually if you can just make uh, was it two uh, or two thousand six uh, Raw vs SmackDown with GM mode again, give me that one. Just give me that. <laughs> Same wrestlers, just remaster that and bring bring it back. With ECW in there, and you can, you know, let me do GM mode. I, I, I pay for that. There you go. Yeah. But, um, moving on. Uh, so I don't know if you watched this, Gables, but I unfortunately did. Uh, the Did you watch the uh, Sadia Connect that was on, I think it was yesterday? No, I okay. did not watch it. Okay, you value your time more than I do then. Um, and I respect you for that. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, they, you know, the Connect is like the Sadie Connect is like their Nintendo Direct or State of Play or Xbox. Oh, what the fuck is the Xbox thing called? I forgot. Um, oh, Jesus Christ. I, I never watch them, but there's like, there's because there's really anything comes out of it. I don't know. Anyways, moving on. Um, so they had the uh, Sadie Connect. It was 16 minutes and 32 seconds of uh, boredom for me. Um, so the big things that come out of it 
they announced um, they uh, have PUBG is out now for so people know there's like a there's a pro mode you can buy that you it's like I can't remember how much it is a month or I think it's like oh, fuck I want to say I'll look it up for for this is over but it's like twenty dollars for three months or something like that or it's ten bucks a month but you get like free games every month you usually get, I think you get like they've been giving out like three free games every month for it but they're giving away two months free for anybody that signs up or actually two two months free for everybody even people that have had it since launch um, it's out now free so you can um, you don't have to buy the the $120 kit anymore you can anybody can sign up for it now uh, and get the two months but uh, the big thing now coming out was um, PUBG is out now and it's free for pro members or $30 for the non-pro members uh, and get packed what is a uh, it looks like a, a kind of like a copy off of moving out kind of thing it's not really copy off because both games are just now coming out but uh, get packed is another game that's that's out for it now um, it's like a four person like local it looks like it's i'm assuming local but it's like um ah god what's that cooking game um not cooking mama uh shit gables i'm overcooked overcooked thank you it's overcooked but you're you're packing you're packing shit up and moving uh your friend's shit basically thank you for that by the way um Mm -hmm. also star wars fall in order madden and fifa are all coming out this fall for stadia um octopath octopath traveler is out now uh krata is its first first party game um, it's a Fortnite graphics graphical looking game, but it's like dreams where you like you create your own like levels and shit like that. Um, and that's coming out this summer. Uh, Ember is a game that's coming out early access on May twenty first. Uh, it's the first early access game for uh, Stadia. Um, I keep wanting to call it Stadia Arcadia because we made that joke like eight months ago. But that's all <laughs> I think about. <laughs> and also, it's a great album. Um, um, but uh, Ember is a it's an early access game. It's like you are putting out, you have to go in and like, you have objectives, you can go save somebody in there, uh, in, a, in a burning building and put a fire out or do, you have objectives every, every level. It looks like a like, um, lower budget, like VR game, but it's not a lower budget VR game. So I don't know what the hell even excuse to make it for it. Um, there was, oh, I here, I have it right here. They also announced the three games you get for, uh, in May for, uh, if you have the, the pro, you, you pay for the pro thing. Um, oh, here it is, right here. Um, it's ten dollars a month um, for the subscription. Yeah, so I had that right. Um, but for the month of May, you get SteamWorld Heist, which is a it's a fantastic game. But you know, it came out like six years ago. But it's a fantastic game. Um, Player Unknown Battleground is in there. Um, that's already out free now. Uh, what else? What else was there? Oh shit, I lost it. God damn it. I'm sorry, guys. Um, oh, here, uh, stack on stack on stacks. Grid, and I don't even know what the other game is. I can't, I'm looking at a thing right now, but um, so far all the games on there, there's um, they're free. Oh, here it is, the Zombie Armor Four. That's what it is. Um, that's the other game that's it's free. So if you if you sign up for this now, uh, or if in May you'll have uh, like 12 games for free. SteamWorld Dig Two, uh, Spitlings, uh, Zo- Zombie Before the Turing Test, uh, PUBG, Destiny Two, Guilt. I think is how you say that. SteamWorld Quest. Uh, SteamWorld Heist Grid, and the Stacks on Stacks on Stacks. Um, so those are all the things that came out of this whole fucking ordeal. Um, oh, and Thumper. Thumper. Oh, no, Thumper. They're losing Thumper. So we're already losing games, Gables. Um, sorry, I'm reading this thing as I'm, as I'm going through it. So I, when are you buying your Stadia, Arcadia? Never. Okay. Yeah, same. Um, God, th- this thing was awful. 
like the whole like because like the whole it started off with them like well we're working from home you know and it's like it was really bad like i can't remember like phil's i want to say phil harrison but that's not right actually i think it is phil harrison um like he's like heading up the whole um the arcadia or god damn it arcadia stadia thing fuck we're gonna do that forever (laughs) i'm gonna do that forever but um it's like when I couldn't say uh, Puyo Puyo Tetris for like a year and a half. Um, but uh, so it started off with him talking and it was like sounded like he was like in the world's echoiest room of all time, uh, which is not great for a billionaire. But um, yeah, so it was like but it was like him like jumping from people like you know, on webcams, just talking, talking about how they're working from home and then like cutting back to these games and like making the big deal about these games. It's like the biggest thing they had was like PUBG and Fallen Order. Fallen Order is coming this fall. And it's like, it's coming out a year after it's been on everything else except for the Switch. But I, the, the more I watch this thing, Gables, it feels like to me, like what the the Wii U was without, but without Nintendo, without Nintendo, Nintendo games. Which, if you take the Wii U without the Nintendo games, what do you got? You basically got a wasteland. Yes. And that's what this fucking thing feels like. Now, I know it's early. It's only been out, like, it's really, it's just now really came out, but it's been in like, essentially like they don't want to call it early access or a beta, but it's what it's been in the last six months or so. But I don't know. Like even like their big, like their first, like first party game, the Krita thing. Like it just, I don't know. Like it looks like you just stole like, Hey, we want to make, we want to interest kids. So we'll make a look at Fortnite, but we'll just copy off dreams as well and do that. Like, I don't know. I just, nothing is coming out of this. Oh, and doom. Like they spent probably more time talking about doom eternal anything they like had a whole like three minute trailer and a 16 minute video uh promoting doom and they promoted doom multiple times i'm like that's that that thing's been out for over a month now and it's on everything else it's like it's even on switch calm the fuck down all right guys um i don't know i just i i i want this to be good i want to succeed you know like i love this idea of eventually like not having to buy a 500 hundred dollar box possibly twice every or you know buying one every five years and, and then when they eventually upgrade the the consoles mid-generation you know uh I, I would love it if i can just stream my games or have like some little tiny or give me like a, a fucking hard drive i can store these things on and download but like this i mean i i hope this is i want this to be the future like i love having a ps5 love having the xbox look it's nice to have but if i can not have to spend a thousand dollars every seven years eight years or more if you include nintendo consoles and i could just you know have everything digitally i would love to have that but um I, they just they don't have the chips right now um and maybe eventually they'll get there um but I, I think you know they're selling games that have been out for a long time other thing on other consoles and they're selling them at full price it's like that's not how you like get people in to like buying your things like and the big games you're pushing for free are, are things that have been free for years in the past uh like you know i mean no disrespect to steam world dig too a lot of people consider that one of the best games uh indie games in the last five ten years like, like a lot of people gave it nines and tens but it's like that's not a thing that's going to get um the casuals in there which is really what you want you know like you know, the hardcore is well you know they're they're not gonna you know you can maybe get by on them but the casuals was gonna put you over the top um, I don't know. I just, this whole thing I hated, uh, it feels, it's like all the things I hate when like Nintendo pushes like these big games I get and it's just like these things have been out for years and other things like this is not a big deal to me. 
Like, I know, like, you know, like, like especially, like, you look at, like, I just thought, like, the Wii U launch, when they're pushing, hey, we got Mass Effect 3, we got Pac- Batman Arkham City. It's like, these things have been out forever, and they're, you can play them better on other consoles. Um, I don't know, Gables, I know you didn't watch it, but what are, what are your thoughts with this whole Stadia thing? Well, one, from what it sounds like to me, it's just a bunch of old games that could be played better on other platforms. Yeah. I am kind of interested in seeing how well PUBG actually runs on Stadia because, for one, the Stadia does have issues with, like, pinpoint, like, precision in terms of games on its service. Say, like, fighting games, for example, there's noticeable lag, there's notable other things that are, like, latency-related that uh, people have complained about. In terms of, like, first-person shooters and stuff like that, that's also the case in that regards. And... If you're playing a game, like a fighting game or a first-person shooter, and you're really getting into it, especially if you want to play it online, you got to have, like, pinpoint, like, uh, precision. you got to have, like, that type of accuracy and that type of connection to where you can actually play things smoothly, or else, you know, that's going to come up as a big old issue. But uh, overall, my thoughts of it, it's like, it's kind of too little too late, in my honest opinion. I mean, if they had all of this stuff... From the get-go of when the Stadia launched, maybe it would have been a better option for them. But at the same time, let's say if you're like a person that hardly plays video games and you look at a Google Stadia and stuff like that, you look at it and it's like, okay, what's the what's the point in all this? It you know it has all these games and everything else like that. You know, there's a subscription thing. So the subscription looks nice and stuff. But then again, if you're Joe Schmo and you go through. And you check up online and stuff like that, and all of a sudden you see all these games that are available in the streaming service that will be taken off every month, and all of a sudden you go to, and then all of a sudden you research on the other systems, say like the Xbox One S or X, or even like the PlayStation 4 Pro, and it's like, oh hey, if I just buy this system and I get like Game Pass or something like that, or PlayStation Now, I kind of have a better option in that regards. But from a casual person looking in and stuff like that, you know, it's like, I really don't see too much appeal for Stadia in that regards. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I mean, as long as they, hopefully, if they stick with this long term, like it will do well. But uh, I don't, I don't. I mean, I won't be surprised in you know, two years. Like we've, like we're like, what's that thing Amazon did again? You guys remember what that was called? Or Google did, not Amazon. Um, what was that console? Fuck, I always forget the name of that console. What was the streaming console that came out in like two thousand eight or nine? Was that the Ouya? No, the Ouya was the one that that came out like, like uh, I want to say like 2012, 2011. Oh my God, Tyler! I mean, there there are some obscure consoles which are kind of similar to that, but the only like obscure ones I'm thinking of is either the Ouya, but even if you want to go older than that, say like Apple when they released the Pippin, but that was just like a hell of a long time ago. Um, I wanna... But uh, on live, it... on live, on live. Okay, yeah. that was another one. Yeah, I remember like that was a big thing that they're like. But they had like a console you can buy, and like you, because you like and like it was like a hundred. I think it was like a hundred bucks, and then like it did so poorly off the bat. Like they were saying, like people were talking about like at like gaming conventions, but they were there and they were just giving away uh, fr- free consoles and like just so people would like you know, like any other service, like any other console make out there, you make you make money off the game sold, not the console itself. Yep. So, um, and like, I mean, that thing was like probably. 10 years too too early, but longer than that. It was like 2008. So it was years too early. And I don't Way know. If, too early. I don't know. Maybe Stadia is still too early. Um, but I mean, 
it's if this thing can work well. I've, I've heard people. I've heard a lot of mixed things where people say it works. It works well. It's just the games aren't there. And I've heard a lot of people say like it's like with like really great internet saying they just can't get it to work reliably. Um, and you were seeing that like still with like people talking about PS Now or like like playing fighting games on there is just not. It's it's not the way to go. Like some yeah, stream. Go ahead. Yeah, even like just streaming games in general, you know, it's just hit or miss based upon connections, you know, and we're not there yet in terms of having stable streaming connections and stuff. Yeah. And that's why currently right now, if you want to go all digital, you got to download games onto your system, you know, because that's the best bet you're going to have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I hope, I'm hoping, because like I said, I think that'd be cool, like to like eventually not have to like, because I'm pretty much digital anyways now. So it wouldn't necessarily bother me to like not have to spend, you know, a thousand dollars on the next Xbox and PlayStation. Maybe you spend, you pay a monthly fee to like get into the service, which we already essentially pay now anyways with PlayStation Plus and Xbox Live and uh, Game Pass. But like, I'd be totally fine with that, especially you know, we, like I said, I already, we already pay it now, so we don't we don't have to buy the console to get in. On top of that, it'd be great and if it was just like an app on our TV. Like, our smart, it just became an app on a smart TV. That'd be fucking awesome. Um, but, I don't know, maybe we're 10 years away from that. Maybe this thing is still 10 years too soon. Um, but we'll have to uh, wait and see. But, like, I don't know, maybe we'll see with Xbox probably sometime in the next year. Because that's all things serious. Sounds like they're going that route. Um, but moving on to something that actually has been going on today. And it was really super fucking weird. Um, with the Assassin's Creed, uh, it's now we now know it as Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Is a, is the officially the name of it? But they they just posted on like a stream on Facebook and uh, Boss Logic was doing like a live art, um, like and he was like, uh, like drawing this in live time, but it, it wasn't. But like that was what they were showing. But like they're updating this like picture like live on Facebook for like five hours. Um, it wow. just randomly started like um, it was like nine o'clock, I think nine or ten o'clock my time. Um, and it just came like no announcement. It just popped up. And, um, like I woke up this morning and I, I read the, I just, I looked at my, cause like I liked Assassin's Creed on Facebook. I didn't even know that. And I just looked at my notifications and I saw the thing for it. It was like, Assassin's Creed is now streaming. I'm like, what the fuck? And I looked and it was just like a picture of a, of a cat, of a castle on fire. And then I looked at it like a couple hours later and then it was like on the other, on the left side, then like it split off and like on the left side there was boats and in the back there was like snowy mountains and then. I didn't look again, and then finally there was a. Um, oh, there's that. Oh, this is okay. I'm, I'm reading an article right now. Um, so apparently, a full trailer will be out tomorrow um, at nine, at 10 a.m. So we'll know more tomorrow, I guess. Um, mm. uh, I did not know that, but uh, and then eventually there was like a picture of a of a. Like, you can see like the bottom half of a guy's face with a beard holding an axe. Uh, he's not Kratos. Um, that'd be badass if it was actually secretly God of War too. Uh, but it's it's not. But uh, <laughs> that'd be fucking awesome. Uh, so, but it's officially called uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Like the the code name for it was Ragnarok. It's been out there for like a year now, basically. Uh, that the, the, the what this game is going to be. It sounds like it's going to be in Norway uh, with a lot of. It's going to be focused on Vikings. Um, I know. I don't know how you know where you're at with the Assassin's Creed um, franchise. Uh, I you know I I didn't like Origins too much. I thought the main character was pretty bland, and I thought Egypt was kind of cool, but I just didn't care. I, I liked where they were going with it, and then Odyssey that came out in 2018 was fucking awesome. I loved the Greece setting. I didn't think I was going to like it, uh, but ended up loving it. Um, so I'm all in with right now with what 
the next Assassin's Creed could be because I love where they're going with the franchise. Um, and to kind of go like really, really different from where we've seen them go um, with, you know, actually being in like mountainous areas uh, with Vikings. Like I'm totally in for this. So we'll see more tomorrow, I guess, tomorrow morning. Now I really can't wait for that. Um, but I don't know, Gables, what's your thoughts on, on the future of Assassin's Creed? I like the premise, but at the same time, I want to see what's up with the gameplay. And honestly, since the trailer's dropping tomorrow, I will probably have a little bit more on it the next episode mm-hmm. that we do we do book record. Yeah. But uh, at the same time, I'm kind of interested, you know, because the last couple game settings have been really interesting as well. I mean, you have the whole thing with the Rome stuff, with the Odyssey, then you have the Egypt stuff with Origins. And even little bits of, like, say, Syndicate, you know, with, like, that London setting and everything yeah. else, it's... The thing about the Assassin's Creed games is like they have interesting settings, even though sometimes the games can be a little bit hit and miss to some people. But uh, I am interested in seeing how this game is going to play and how much detail is going to go inside the missions. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Much I, it, though. I'm curious. Like the something that he's always talked about was like Assassin's Creed Four, like Black Flag was like they like pretty much like perfected. Assassin's Creed at that point, and then it's like they just completely stopped doing that. It's like, oh, this is awesome. We want more of that. Oh, you did? Okay, well, we're doing this. And, like, for years they went away from that, and it felt like um, Origins, they tried to, like, go back to it, especially the ship stuff. Um, they tried to go back to it a little bit, um, but it just didn't really work. And then with um, this one, last year's uh, Odyssey, or two years ago, being uh, Greece, uh, it really focused, it was kind of a combination of everything they wanted, and the battling system was way better. Like, that was, like, my one nitpick with with, with the Assassin's Creed games at the beginning was the um, combat, combat was kind of boring where it was just like wait to parry um, and then counterattack and then like now and like it still has that but it's a little more fast paced um, or a lot more fast paced really um, and I you know I love the characters from the the last one and I hope this character like, they've done a decent job with the main characters in the Assassin's Creed games um, outside of really three three was terrible um who was that was his edward was his name no edward was four um connor um, connor it was connor for the third yeah, one fuck that kid that kid, was, that kid was terrible um so yeah i hope i hope it's awesome it's, it's kind of funny we've been on like a like kind of a, a viking ragnarok kick lately where it's like we, we have, have we have like thor ragnarok like and then we've had like a lot of norse stuff like god of war and hellblade and now uh Creed valhalla so I'm really digging that setting, um, and I, I'm hopefully it's not overkill um, with this. And when God of War two and Hellblade two come out, but um, I think this initially was supposed to be called Ragnarok, and then people like uh, that was like the rumor, and then it was like, well, they don't want to get mixed up with Thor Ragnarok, which is a great fucking movie. Um, but uh, yeah, so I guess we'll wait to see tomorrow, more tomorrow in the morning, and then uh, we'll talk about more next week. So I sorry I didn't I didn't recognize that that was a, a trailer that was happening. Um, but moving on to our last topic, Gables. Uh, so, Final Fantasy VII Remake, uh, one of the best games of the year so far. Um, I think pretty much for everybody, for a lot of people. Um, and they, there was an uh, interview that came out, and they were talking about how, like, the future of the fa- the Final Fantasy games. And, um, like, there, there's talks, like, well, originally, like, it's a, they were thinking, like, this was going to be a trilogy. And now they're talking about possibly having this be, like, to get them out faster to bring out more of them maybe they'll just be smaller chunks they didn't say like a timetable as far as like how long these games were going to be and how long the 
it's going to be between games, but I don't know. What would you, would you rather have, say you're going to have a trilogy of these. So you have 2020, 2023 or 2024 and then 20, we'll finish it up in 27 or 28. What would you, would you rather have that? Like every three, four years, get a, get the, get the games or rather maybe every 18 to months to two years, get the, get them in like five or six chunks. What would you, what would you rather have? Well, here's the thing. I would much more prefer quality in that regard. So I would kind of like the same size of uh, what Final Fantasy VII Remake is currently and being split off into like uh, two other games in that regard. So that way, even though all of them are part of the same game originally, I would much less, or less, would love to have that whole experience kind of like uh, paced out like every three years or something like that to where you have enough detail and enough things to it so that way people would say, oh, hey, you know, the, in, the details would flesh out on this character or this setting or something like that instead of maybe like every 18 like months, a year to 18 months, because at that same point, you're going to have a Final Fantasy game that's like Final Fantasy game is going to release like yearly and I'm not really too sure how well that's going to be you know, yeah. received. The only thing, I mean, let's just say hypothetically, the quality is the same. It's just that you're not going to get as much content every single time. Like, but the the game is, is still going to be just as good. But maybe there'll be instead of a forty hour, instead of three forty hour games, maybe you'll get seven. You'll get six more or four more or whatever. Tw- Ten fif- hour games. Fifteen, yeah. <laughs> Ten to twenty hour games. But like like I said, the 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 quality is the same. It, like, would you would you still be would you still stick to that you know having three big ones, or rather than you know four or five smaller ones? As long as they didn't charge full price like sixty dollars for that shit, you know, then I'd be all for it. But if they're just going to be charging like sixty dollars for every freaking game that's going to be releasing like uh, like a year ahead of one another and that type of chunks for the next like sixty years, that would be fucking ridiculous. Yeah, that's kind of, I think, where I'm at with it. Where, like, at first when I heard that, I'm like, oh, I don't like that. Like, just release, give me a trilogy. I don't need, someone made the joke they should make, like, seven of them. Make seven, like, Final <laughs> Fantasy Seven, like, part one, part two, Final Fantasy Seven Seven, which would be funny. Um, or Final Fantasy Seven Pi, I guess. Um, or, not Pi, square, square root? Squared? Squared. Um, sorry, I ruined my own math joke. I'm ashamed of myself. Um, I don't know, I just, I, I would... I'm of two minds where like it'd be awesome to have like you know a tri- like an awesome awesome trilogy because um, we God knows we haven't had an awesome awesome trilogy in a while of uh, games maybe Uncharted was probably the last great one I could think of there certainly was Mass Effect um, but um, yeah if it, if they came out if it was like every like two years we, like hey, we're gonna we're gonna break it up instead of getting two more games you're gonna get five more games but we're gonna you're gonna get them every eighteen months and then they'll be thirty bucks or forty bucks. And they'll have 15 hours of content in them. I think I'd be all in for that, honestly. Like, I know it'd be more money in the long run, but I've, getting them sooner, I think I would take that. But um, if if it wasn't, they're going to charge full price for them. They're going to be $60 a piece. Still not the worst thing in the world. If it was 15, 20 hours of content, God knows we, we paid $60 or more for a game that had less content in it, like that was shorter. Um, but like I, I think that I'd be totally cool with that. Um, just make them like... Yeah, except budget title, 40 bucks, and something you can knock out in, in like a weekend kind of thing. I'd be totally cool with that. Um, but yeah, like it, it, there's a lot of ifs and buts into that, and but hopefully is and maybes. 
uh, where like it, like the content is is well balanced. Like it would suck if like hey this is like a part this part of the game is like really slow where you're gonna spend a lot of time in the town, but like the next game in a year and a half is gonna be all combat. Like that's the balance you have to find. So maybe it would be actually now I'm talking myself into it. A trilogy would be better. Just give me a fuck trilogy. <laughs> I just totally came around Gables. Um, in, in my own <laughs> argument, I talked myself out of it. Like, ah, man, I'm all in for like five of them. I'm like, well, fuck, wait. Like, there's like whole chapters in this game, like whole two hour chunks where you ain't doing shit. Like, you're just walking around the town talking to people. Um, yep. And that's going to, we're going to uh, move right into what we've been playing because that was the last of our topics. But, uh, oh, no, I have one more topic. I'll, I'll, I'll come back to that last topic. But uh, I just want to segue into like, I've just been playing Final Fantasy VII, more of that. Uh, on, I was on chapter nine last week. I'm on chapter 13 now. Um, I think there's like 19 chapters, so I'm getting close, I think. Um, but I heard that the chapters towards the end are a lot longer than the ones in the beginning. Um, I'm like 24 hours into the game now. But, um, like, that's, like, I'm not really, I don't want to say, I, like, I hate these parts, but there's definitely, like, some, like, slow moments in, in these games where, um, like, there's, like, like I said, two, three-hour chunks. Like, if, if you want to do the side quests, like, I'm doing all the side quests because, so there's not a lot of them and they're not super long but um like where you're not fighting anybody you're just walking around town talking to people escorting thing people finding items like delivering shit uh maybe a little bit of combat um so <laughs> now i think about that like if there was one of those games where half the game was that and those kind of slow down moments um that that wouldn't be very cool i guess but um i'm still enjoying this game a hell of a lot um I, I love like the build like there's like the, those those slow moments I'm talking about, but like when like they gradually like you get out of the town you like you get to like this next section and the gradual build up to like the next big fight the next big section like I like they are like killing that for me like we we're talking about a lot of, like the Pokemon Sword and Shield where like the gym battles are pretty awesome because they have that big fight feel to them yep. and like they're doing a good job of this where like they're like building these up to like these like super epic awesome moments so like you're going in there again like take down the reactor and like there's like it's like there's a lot of cutscenes and you're seeing like the other character like the bad guys or like what they're doing it's like you know like there's gonna be a head-on collision going in there so like they build it up like it's kind of like it bring back like a feeling i haven't felt like playing a game since i was like a kid where i was like oh, i can't wait to fucking take this guy out or i can't wait to fucking get to the top of this fucking thing to like fight this or see what happens next like they're like totally rope me in like i'm i, I get chills like when i'm watching some of these cutscenes because like this game is shot so beautifully well like the direction of it the way they the way the like just like the camera work and like which is something you don't say very often in video games like outside of like god of war i feel like we don't talk about like camera work and cutscenes. like we talk about like bad cameras and like resi like original resident evil games and like games of the past but like to talk about like the cutscenes and like the way that's shot and the way the, the feel of it like a game i like i haven't thought about that or like in like a positive way in a game outside of like i can't think of outside of like god of war and that game was it was just because like there was no there was all one cut there was never the camera never cut, um, but like I just love like these big build ups like the fight to like what, like one of them like I was doing today I don't want to spoil it because it's fairly deep into the game but like you had to climb to the top of like this whole like this uh, uh, barricade, and like there was like every floor we had to fight these guys and like every couple floors you get a cut scene seeing what's going on with you and your side your other characters are helping you and then like the bad guys and it's like oh fuck man I can't wait. Because I don't want to get to the top, I'm gonna fight these guys, and I can't wait. Like I love that. Like like those little moments in there. Like I'm like all right. Like there was like one whole section, like the Honeybee Inn, which is like the one that like, gets like famous here. But I I knew about it for years. Where like you have to like Cloud has to dress up as a as a girl, 
And it's just right. like, there's this whole section where it's just a fucking uh, rhythm dance game. Gables. There's a goddamn rhythm <laughs> dance game in this in, in fucking uh, Final Fantasy VII. And, uh, like, it, like, it's so stupid. But I was like, okay, this is, I'm like, I don't hate this. It's like, it's fucking out there and it's weird. But, like, I'm not, like, if, I don't know. Like, this is something I should hate. Like, there's a lot of things in this game I should hate. Like, there, there's certain parts, like, I don't like the way some of the women are dressed in this game because it makes me feel awkward. It's like, when I was talking about, like, when I played Bayonetta, it just makes me, like, feel kind of creepy. I'm not trying, like, no, this is, like, a really good game. It's like, it's a Catherine all over again. Where it's, like, it's my worst nightmare. It's like, no, it's, like, it's actually, it's a legitimately good game. But it's, like, I know the women are, scant, like, they, they're, like, unproportional. They don't, like, the way they look don't make sense. It's not rational. Right. But the game and it's is, just the type of thing you don't want to play in front of your girlfriend. Pretty much. This, this is all things, <laughs> all conversations and things that have happened today while playing this game. Uh, but I'm just like, man, I don't, I don't, like, but it's like, even before that, like, I've talked about it before, even like playing Bayonetta, it's like, I, the, the worst thing, like, I, the last thing I want is someone to walk into the room while I'm playing Bayonetta. Like, I can't explain that away, you know? Uh, it's like, but it's like, I just really, it's a really well-made game, but I can't explain, like, you can't, you can't explain that away. Like it's, you just look like a creep and perv when you play that game. And it's the same thing with this, but yeah, no, it's it's a fucking goddamn blast. Like it's challenging. Like it's not overly hard. Like there's definitely been a lot of moments where like I've come close to dying. I think I've only actually lost like fainted once, but like it just put me right in front, right in front of like where I died. So like the, the auto saves are really well done. Um, yeah, I oh, man, it's just like it's like it's been like three weeks since this game's been out and it's still got its hooks in me. It's like. I don't want to quit. I, I, I don't want to quit playing that. I can't. I, I think about this game all the time. It's like, fuck, all I want to do is like, I'll be laying there in bed. I'm just like, all right, Courtney's still asleep. I should really go back to sleep because I, I didn't go to sleep till like five o'clock in the morning. And it's only like, it's like nine o'clock in the morning. It's like, do I go back to sleep for like two more hours or do I get up, play a couple hours of Final Fantasy VII? Well, <laughs> goodbye, sleep. Final Fantasy VII it is. So that's, that's kind of where like, uh, like, I don't usually do that. Like, where, I, you know, I've been anymore, like, where I put sleep. Or I put games about sleep, but uh, I've been doing that with this game. Um, so yeah, that's that, uh, that. That's all I've been playing. Um, but before we jump in, what you've been playing? We're not, I'm not gonna throw this whole thing out of whack. Um, but uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, I think it's a game like the worst kept secret probably in gaming right now um, of a game that hasn't been announced, I should say. Uh, but it's probably gonna be a um, PS5 launch title. Um, but uh, so there's a lot of stuff coming out for it lately. But um, like. So this is like some rumors and looks like more like leaks than rumors. Um, so the next installment, Horizon Zero Dawn 2, um, it started development right after um, the first game came out. Uh, so pretty much as soon as it came out and it was a huge success, they got the okay to make the sequel. Um, it was actually originally planned to be a PS4 game. It was going to be like an end of the era PS4 game, but uh, shortly after it was shifted over to be a PS5 long, uh, PS5 game. Not, I shouldn't say launch because that's not confirmed, but can be ps5 game um so I, i'm reading this this is off of vgc.com but uh uh in this article it says uh horizon zero dawn 2 is a gigantic in scope with a larger game world and more freedom to explore than it what than its predecessor uh people with knowledge of the game also indicated the inclusion of co-op feature uh although it's not clear if this is delivered via the main story or a separate mode at one point gorilla was planning to release a standalone co-op game preview with progress carrying over to the late uh to the game later um full version of zero dawn 2 um, however, this is not clear if it's still in place. Uh, 
Co-op is a feature Gorilla has long intended to introduce in the series and is understood PlayStation was equally keen uh, to see online functionality implemented in the sequel. A co-op feature was initially planned for the first game, but was ultimately scrapped so the development team can focus on the other areas of the title. Um, okay, so I'm just, okay, so just kind of cutting through the rest of this here. Um, Gorilla's work on the sequel has recently been suggested by a series of jobs, job advertisements which mention an open world game featuring quests and creatures. Uh, PlayStation 5 has even made possible references to PS5, uh, PS5's in innovative controller could impact gameplay and horizon. System architect Mark uh, Cerny and uh, CEO Jim Ryan have said that the DualSense adaptive triggers will help players feel the tension of their actions, like when drawing a bow to shoot an arrow, uh, which is like the main weapon in the uh, in the uh, Ryzen games. Um, so that's that's kind of the main stuff coming out of this. Um, I mean, I, uh, did you? I don't, did you? How much of Horizon Zero Dawn did you play? I only played like about a few hours of it, Tyler. Okay. I really need to get back to it. Okay. Um, so obviously it was my game of the year for uh, 2017. Uh, adore that game, love that game. Uh, even went back and bought the DLC like a few months, like six months later, the DLC came forward. Went back and played through that game. I put like another 20 something hours into that game. Um, so yeah, I love and adore that this game or uh, this franchise so far. Um, and I won't lie, like a lot of this stuff concerns me, like the gigantic uh, in scope with a larger game world. Um, I don't, I don't know. I always hate the idea when people talk about how big the game world is, and it's like, okay, what am I gonna, I, what am, like, what am I gonna do in this game? Like, I would much rather play a really great linear game like Uncharted than a open world game with that doesn't have anything in it. You know what I mean? I think that's maybe the case for a lot of people, but especially for me, it's like, like I want to just have, give me some fun. I'd rather have a smaller world with a lot of good shit in it than a big world with like stupid fetch quests and 20 minutes of walking around uh, in between with nothing to do. <clears throat> Death Stranding. Um, so I fuck fuck Death Stranding, Giggles. I don't know if I've, I haven't said that lately. It hasn't been like two weeks since I said it. Uh, but fuck Death Stranding. <laughs> Um, I still, dude, I still, like, I, last week I went on, like, a rant again about that to Courtney, and she has no idea what I'm talking about, but I'm just like, oh, fuck no. this game. It hurts, it hurts so much. Um, but I don't know, like, I hate the whole, I don't know what I to think about co-op. Like, if it's just, like, a side thing in it, like, or if it's just, like, if it doesn't, like, feel like the whole game has been worked around it, um, I'd be okay with it. But I just, I just feel like, I, I when I hear that, I think Resident Evil, like, I, I think from, like, four to five. I was like, oh man, Resident Evil 4, one of the greatest games of all time. And then 5 came out, it's like, oh, he just tried to, okay, he just tried to tie in co-op, because that's what everybody does now. Uh, and that concerns me, because, like, I I mean, maybe it can work well, but I just, I don't want that, or I don't want, like, if maybe they do some, like, it's just, yeah, a friend can jump in and play with you if, you if they want, but you can just play the game by yourself, and it works just as well. Fine. I'm okay with that. Um, I just... I love I love this franchise so much, even though it's only one game. So you can, I don't know if you really call it necessarily like a, a franchise or a series, but I, I just I don't want to see like you guys have a formula. Just keep doing that formula, build upon that, you know, go with that. But don't give me I don't want four player co op in this fucking game. I don't want it. Like the, the cool and the badass part about this game is taking out a giant goddamn creature by yourself with a fucking bow and arrow, like. That like I love like the, some of the, my favorite moments in gaming this generation have been some of these awesome fights I've had against other creatures, um, you know, by myself taking it down, nearly dying, and just fighting my way through that and slowly, and slowly beating these guys. Um, and I just I don't want 
like I want I don't want that hurt. Like I think um, Monster Hunter did a pretty good job. Like if they can just if, if they can just do that for me, like you can do it co-op, but you can play this game just fine without other people. Like if you want to give me a cute cat too, that'd be fine with that too. Um, all the way, by the way, Gables, I was playing so Final Fantasy VII. I I, I gotta go back to this. Minor spoilers. There's a goddamn cat with a crown in it, and like one of the cutscenes okay. that just popped up. Like I don't know if you I, I know you know Final Fantasy VII better than I do. Um, okay, a cat with a crown on it. Is that a thing in Final Fantasy VII? <laughs> do you know this? I, I don't know. Actually, this is a character I think in Final it, Fantasy VII. Is it okay? Because like I haven't seen this thing. I'm like twenty something hours in, and then like something big happens in the game. And then all of a sudden, the cat is running on two legs and has a crown on. And I'm like, I audibly went, what the fuck is that? <laughs> I'm like, what is this game? Okay, I, okay mm. Chocobos is a thing. I understand that. I, I get that. They're, they're, right, they're like right, forces right, right. game. I understand that, all that. They've been around since the beginning. What the fuck's with the cat and the crown? I, got, I don't, I don't want to look it up, <laughs> but I was just hoping maybe you knew. Like, is this the thing that happens? I started to go off on a, on a tangent, but um, I don't know. That's, I don't know. If, unless there's something more you want to say in, in Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, okay. Okay, so basically that cat character that you just saw, mm-hmm. that's actually a part of a character that you're going to be meeting pretty soon. Okay, <laughs> okay. It'll I, tie I, in a bit later, I, I, trust me. Okay, I, I assume so, but I was just like, this, I was just like, this game is like super like like serious and like, and then this fucking thing just shows up and I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I'm not <laughs> hating it. But it just like threw me for a loop, and I thought about it at least okay, twenty-five times. Okay, that throws times. you for a loop, especially when you're facing off against like big old espers and like not, not espers, but like like summons and stuff like that, like Ephraim and like freaking Shiva. <laughs> okay, don't throw logic in this argument, Gables. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think about it like that. Okay, I just ex- I, I accepted that they're there. I know summons have been around since the beginning. Like I said, totally Jokobos. I understand everything has been around. Right, right, Mugles, right, right, right. Get that? They're around. I just. Like, it was just, like, the weirdest fucking, like, this, something happens. Uh, it's hard to talk about that spoiling. And then, like, I just see this fucking cat run up with a crown. I'm like, what the fuck oh, just he'll happened? Play, he'll play a part later. Okay. All right. This, it's, it's fucking weird, man. It's still a great game. It's fucking weird. <laughs> well, the fantasy RPGs really are kind of weird at that's, some point. God, so. you're right. JRPGs. I should have just, that's all you had to say. JRPGs. I mean, yeah, you're a good point. Valid argument. Touche. Touche. <laughs> but, uh. Yeah, I don't know. No, I don't have anything else to say, Gables. What about what about what have you been playing? All right. So basically, what I've been playing is a couple of different games. Like I've said before, I have been I downloaded a bunch of like games and stuff like that from last night. But what I wanted to get into first was the fact that I have decided to pick up For Honor to try to hmm. play a little bit of that. Now, For Honor is this like uh, it's basically like this big old fighting game, pretty much that was released by Ubisoft, like. Quite a few years ago, actually. But uh, uh, we got it for free on PlayStation Network, PSN oh. stuff. It's also available on Xbox One and PC. And uh, basically what it is, it's like you pick one of three different types of, like, uh, factions. Either it'd be, like, knights, like, samurai, like, you know, like, samurai and stuff, and, like, vikings and stuff. But it's a fighting game, right? So, basically, the fighting combat goes is, like, you have this, like, weapon triangle, right? To where you can either attack from above, the left side, the right side. You have, like, basic, like, attacks and stuff that are, like, a zone thing to take care of multiple characters at once, multiple enemies at once. It's a big old, like, team type of game, pretty much. So, you can do things like 1v1 if you wanted to, or, like, there's, like, a 1v1 all the way up to, like, a 4v4 sort of option. So, one of the streamers that I have been watching, her name is The Virtuosa. Hmm. Virtuosa. Pardon me. 
kind of slurring it a little bit. But uh, drunk. base, no, <laughs> no, I don't drink. But basically, what the game is predominantly about is like I've been watching her along with her friends play the game and stuff, and do this and do that, just interacting and stuff. In the past couple weeks, so it's a pick up the game, and uh, quintessentially is that it also has a single player portion of it, which is divided into like six chapters, I think, per campaign. So I've been working my way a little bit through that, you know, just trying to get used to things like parrying attacks, which quite honestly sounds a little bit more easier than what uh, you can actually do. Because what you got to do for parrying and stuff, you got to keep in mind that you got to watch certain like character animations when they land like a light or a heavy attack, because you got to time it just right so you can parry stuff. And by doing that, you can get a character off balance so you can go through and dodge and like try to attack them like head on or whatsoever. Basically, what I'm saying is, it's a simple concept, right? We have four, like, you have these characters fighting against one another, right? But, at the same time, it's utterly complex because there are ways you can go through in terms of not only apply certain, like, parries at the right time, like, various, like, dodging at the right time, and you can just basically fake certain people out, and you can also go through and, like, say do a guard block, which you could push people off cliffs, you can go through and push them into spikes, push them into like a fire, or this or that. So, the concept about it is pretty interesting, but uh, I haven't really played any games online with it, which I'm kind of hesitant to do so right at this moment, because I'm still learning this game, and I really do not want to go into a, the player base right now, and then I'll just basically get my ass handed to me. Yeah, yeah. I know I, I know I will, but at the same time as... Fighting games are a different type of beast in general. I love to play the games and actually get a good feeling of them before I even attempt to try to go into the online portion. I did the same thing with games in the past, like Marvel's Capcom 2, when those two games were like released on PSN and Xbox Live. It's the same concept I had with, say, Dragon Ball Fighters, which, when I went through the whole complete like story mode portion of it and just practiced with my characters, I did try the online. There's a bunch of good, good people playing like uh, Dragon Ball Fighters online, obviously. But the point of being is, when I go through and I play a fighting game like For Honor, I want to get used to the fundamentals of characters first before we even attempt to do an online portion of it. So I'm still fairly new at playing For Honor, but uh, I have the game for PSN, and I also picked up the game on clearance at Walmart for Xbox One. That's part of the reason why I actually renewed my Xbox like Live and stuff like that. It's just because... The player base in of itself, you know, I may want to play games, like, on Xbox One or mm -hmm. something like that. But, uh, it was just something that, uh, myself and another member of, like, our chat or something just going back and forth and stuff. You know, because you, the person wants to play me, like, on Xbox One and this and that and stuff. And I'm like, oh, well, let's do this, this, that. But, uh, that's something that I'm trying to build myself up for. <laughs> but, uh, the other game, like I was saying before, Tekken 7. I did download Tekken 7 last night. I did have a chance to play a bit of it. And what's kind of interesting about it, I did the practice mode stuff, and I, it was pretty fun just to go through the certain motions, because I basically picked my character that I was using. I was basically, went to the character menu, and said, okay, what's the character that looks most interesting to me? So I picked Safina, which she has these crazy-ass attacks and stuff like that where you can chase stan change stances and stuff to where she will either... Like, have an attack stance like normal, or she'll do, like, crouching kind of a stance and stuff to try to do, like, sweet moves and try to set up with that. Or she'll have, like, this type of, like, 
it kind of looks sort of like similar to a snake where she's like she's on one leg standing and stuff and kind of wraps her arms and stuff trying to do like various attacks just to try to set up and stuff their legs and then like uh, with her basically her left or right strikes and stuff the thing about Tekken 7 and just Tekken in general that I love is just the complexity of different characters for a 3D fighter and stuff, just going into a bunch of different moves and you having to learn all these different types of like move sets, it's very appealing to me. But what's kind of hilarious about it is, even though I did get a lot of the season, the season passes and stuff, and I got a whole hell of a lot of things just from the get-go, the time I spent the most playing, and this is going to be kind of like a funny... This is pretty much going to be like one of the most Gables thing possible. Is I went into the bowling mini game oh, that they had with it because basically this Tekken Seven game, the last season pass that it had, it had a bowling game inserted into it, and so there's a feature you can go through and select. It's like okay, Tekken bowling. So what's kind of hilarious about it is you pick a character. All of the characters are graded by how good their spin and their powers are. <laughs> and so I used the same character I used in practice mode and just started playing a little bit of bowling as her and it's just as every bit as goofy as it sounds and it's pretty goddamn amazing in that regards because here's the thing it's kind of a standard it's kind of that's a standard fare to where you have a power meter and stuff and you, you have to match that alongside angling the ball so you can go through and just apply a specific amount of spin in what direction you got through or how much power you put behind the ball the bowling ball in of itself has the Tekken 7 logo on it with like little like thunderbolts or something like that off at each side. And there's actually if you overdo it with a power, and this this made me laugh out loud, like a couple times I did it. When I didn't meet the bar and I just did overpowered it, your whole entire character goes zooming into the freaking like go bowling pin and just knocks out every freaking pin. So I did it like about three or four times in my first game to where my power meter just went up a little bit, and all of a sudden, just a little bit past it, my whole entire character just goes go flying towards the freaking bowling pin with the ball still in their, in their hands and stuff, <laughs> and just did it that way. It's like, okay, that's a gutter ball. It's like, no, oh, God. And then what's hilarious is the first time I got a strike, and all of a sudden I see, like, uh, Zafina's, like, uh, celebration taunt, and it's just basically her kind of contorting her body in sort of, in like, a specific way and stuff like that to where, yeah, this is fate. <laughs> it was just some just goofy, campy shit, which I absolutely just love. And I had so much fun just playing that fucking bowling game. Even though it, even though it's not like predominantly like a main game type of thing, and even though it was just something that was just put in as like an extra feature inside of the latest season pass of it, it is fucking amazing. It's goofy as hell, and I love every bit of it. Because you can take the most serious characters, like, say, Hihachi, or, like, Kazuma, or, like, Jin, like, Kazama, or something like that, and you just have these super serious characters just play bowling, and all of a sudden just start reacting, like, in their serious poses, and this and none of that, while they're just fucking bowling and trying to have a good time. It's just... It's just amazing in that regards. But, uh... I have yet to play through the campaign. There's a story mode inside of this, and it's split off into multiple chapters, so I'm really hesitant if this story mode is better than Tekken 6's because in Tekken 6, I specifically had times when I was playing that campaign where it was like, okay, this is a basic beat-em-up type of function because you only control like specific characters and specific chapters, but 
the whole chapter where I had to fucking beat Devil Gene on a freaking train in this 3D perspective to where I I am basically facing off against an overpowered character and I'm trying to knock him off the goddamn train <laughs> you know, like a specific time. But uh, that was back in Techland 6. God, years ago now. But uh, yeah, I'm very hopeful that the campaign for like uh, Tekken 7 will be good. And what I love most about so far what I've seen, like through the trophy list especially, it's like it's not really dependent upon how many games you go through and win like online. There's like one trophy. It's like, okay, win three consecutive games. Okay. Oh, in the tournament mode or something like that, in the battle tournament, win one match. It's like, okay, that's that's fine. That's <laughs> fairly doable. You know? It wasn't like that with the Tekken 6 either, you know? It wasn't that bad in Tekken 6 either. And that's part of the reason why that when I had so much fun playing that, I unlocked everything without even knowing it, pretty much. The last things were like story elements. So, yeah, I look forward to sharing more about Tekken 7, but also I will say there's a couple decisions that I did have to make in regards to after I went through and purchased a lot of these games. Now, I'm fairly certain that uh, we will be doing a Games of the Generation podcast probably in the next like six to six months, possibly. Yeah, probably. And I've made a executive. I've made like an executive decision in regards to that. So, in terms of Uh-oh. for the rest of the year, I am going to just stick with the PlayStation Four. Okay. okay. In terms of playing what I want to play, there's a hell of a lot of games I got in the backlog. But on top of that. The only exceptions that I will make is for online games that basically I've been playing. So, say Dead by Daylight, or Rocket League, or For Honor, or even like Animal Crossing like I'm doing now. Those games are going to be the games I play in between what I'm going to be doing the massive like single player stuff. And there's another, there's like another like uh, caveat too. There's another thing that I'm putting forth in terms of like goals kind of like a kind of like a bullet point things of what I want to do right I want to focus on beating the games I don't want to focus on completing them I want to get the good experience in these games without having to spend just overspend on something that I was going to maybe go through and spend a hell of a lot longer but uh, those are like the two thing criteria that I'm going for right now but the main thing is I want to experience a lot of the great games I have on backlog right now on the PlayStation 4, and I want to focus on beating them. Those are the guidelines for me. <laughs> but uh, other than that, though, it's like, yeah, this generation's almost over. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's crazy to think that. I mean, well, assuming nothing gets delayed, yeah, it's almost over. So it's going to be uh yeah, like I said, it's crazy. Everything's up in the air except for the rest of the year. But yeah, I think that's going to uh, wrap it up for the rest of the week uh, or rest of the show for us this guy's week. Uh, thank you so much for listening. If you want to hear more from us, we have a Facebook page and group. Uh, we're on Twitter. Uh, we're on Twitch, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, all those places. Just look up Drunk Nerds Podcast or Drunk Testers or Drunk, Drunk Testers Podcast. All those places. Like, join, subscribe, uh, follow. Um, I don't know five-star reviews, leave comments, like us, do whatever you can to help um, share us out there, retweet us, anything you can do to help uh, sh- share us more people, we appreciate. Um, but until next time, guys, I wish I was out And I've been Colonel Gables, so until next time, everyone, I hope you have yourself a great week. 
I thank you all for listening to this fun-filled episode of the Drunk Dash Nerds podcast. But most importantly of all, safe. Just stay safe, everyone. Yeah, well, yeah, definitely. Uh, wash your hands, wipe your ass, uh, stay the fuck away from people. Um, <laughs> and uh, Gables. Yep. Too sweet. Too sweet, man. Bye, guys. See ya.